Welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the beautiful Stacey McGovern, who is a best-selling book author and entrepreneur, and her story is phenomenal. So welcome to the show, Stacey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. I'm really excited to have you here as well because your story is really inspiring and there's been some really big nuggets that we've pulled out before we jumped on, which I'm really excited about to really dive deep into. So what is your magical story that got you to where you are now? Well, I grew up in a little town called Abilene, Texas. Um, to a family of entrepreneurs. My parents own retail clothing stores. My grandparents own retail clothing stores. My aunts and uncles own retail clothing stores. So after college, which in my family was mandatory, there was no choice about it. I um, went back to Abilene and decided, you know, what else? I would open a a retail clothing store. Um, So I bought a lingerie store in in the center of town and um, just thought, you know, it was going to be easy peasy and success was going to just, you know, drop in my lap because, you know, my family uh, was successful. Um, I learned really quickly. It's, it's not that easy. And I was probably of the wrong mindset. I was, I was really of the 23 year old mindset of, you know, success is owed to me. And, um, you know, I grew up in the business, so I should, should be able to do this without any help and I shouldn't have to ask for help and all those all those things that 23 year olds tend to think. And um, turns out about that same time, a little tiny company called Victoria's Secret decides to open <laughs> every, every shopping mall across America, including Abilene, Texas. So I couldn't compete. You know, they could buy it for what I could sell it for. Um, I mean, I they could sell it for what I could buy it for. Sorry, I said that wrong. Um, so there was, you know, you can't compete one little store um, to a conglomerate like that. So and I failed miserably and really went to a dark place in my life and really realized, you know, hey, um, you know, maybe it's it's not that simple. Maybe you do have to really um, surround yourself with knowledge and and try to try to learn a thing or two before you can get that success. And, you know, looking back, I'm really glad, Alexis, that it didn't happen then because I learned so much. Like I'm so, like the success I have now, I appreciate it so much more because of that failure. Um, so I think everything happens when it's supposed to. But after that, I um, did a career in outside sales, which was much more interesting to me to go get the sale instead of, you know, sitting back in a retail store waiting for customers to come in. And I was pretty successful in outside sales, which is very similar to owning your own business. If you've ever known anyone in commission sales, it's really you determine your own salary and your own, your own sort of worth. Um, and then in 2005, I met and married the love of my life, a police officer. I knew nothing about police life or police wife life or any of that because I, I, no one in my family was, was in um, the police business. But I learned very quickly that a lot of these guys out there, um, they're truly doing it because they're, they're drawn to serve. They really 
don't make a lot of money, um, and they rely on what we call off-duty work, which is work that they do in their off-duty time, whether that be traffic control or security for a job site or an event or whatever. And, you know, my husband was working these off-duty things, just like, you know, a lot of our friends, but it was really random. We never knew when he was going to get an off-duty job. We never knew when he was going to get paid for that off-duty job. And so it was really kind of hard to be CEO of my family, if you will. I, I couldn't budget. I didn't know, you know, we needed that money, but I didn't know when it was coming. So that's, that makes it really difficult. So I came up with this idea and I said, you know, um, let's make a marketplace for off-duty work for police officers where they can go and grab as much or as little off-duty work as they need to make ends meet or, or vacation or pay for braces or, or whatever, you know, the case may be. And um, I worked on this side idea, side hustle, some people call it, for two years, but I couldn't quit my job because I was raising two boys and the wife of a police officer, so he was never home. And um, so it was really just in my spare time trying to get this idea going. And, you know, long story short, after working this for two years, which two years, you know, when you're going through it is a long time, but in the big picture of your life, you know, it's, it's not that big of a deal. But anyway, um, I was in the bathroom, true story, September of 2014, getting ready for work, putting on makeup like any other day. I just dropped my kids off at school and the doorbell rang and they had a package for this company I'd created, Point Blank Safety. But understand this company I created was literally just this idea and a business card. I mean, I'd been on many meetings and, you know, but I didn't have any clients. I didn't, you know, none of the processes were in place, nothing like that. But I opened this package from FedEx and it's a $1.5 million contract to use our police officers with point blank safety on a traffic control project where they're adding a lane from Dallas, Texas to Denton, Texas. So I literally went from commission salesperson, police wife, mother to running a multi-million dollar company in an instant. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's really the true American dream story, right? It's, it's, um, you know, still, still to this day, can't believe it. It really happened. Oh, I've, my whole body just got chills. And you said, you said it earlier before we jumped on. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get into all of this. <sighs> it's a phenomenal story. And one thing that I love that you said, I don't know, I can't remember if you said it off air or when we started recording, was that you're glad that you learned the lessons that you learned when you were 23 and that because your family were successful in entrepreneurship, you just expected that you were going to be successful right. in your journey as well and you didn't, really, you didn't know and understand the mindset behind running a business. Right, absolutely. Yeah, young and um, naive or stupid or what, whatever word you want to use. But, but, you know, now that I have had the success, you know, I think I appreciate it more and I, I take better care of it than I probably even would have back if I would have had this kind of success at 23. So, you know, I think um, life is a lot about timing. You know, it's always, you know, I think everything happens kind of when it's supposed to. And I think being a little bit older and having this kind of success I appreciate it more. I um, baby it more. You know, I really um, take take a lot better care of it probably than I ever would have um, at such a young age. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny, yesterday I saw this post and I've just put it up on my phone. Um, it says you needed to learn it 
So I took you through it, the universe. <laughs> and I'm like, so true. So true. It's yeah. so true. We need to go through these learnings to come out the other end. And when we fall, it's how many times we're we going to get back up again. How many times right. are we going to get back up again? And what was the biggest mindset shift or biggest mindset learning that you got from your experience from building your lingerie shop to where you are now? So if you can kind of pull it all together, like what what are the things that you learn along the way mindset-wise? Oh, there's there's so many, but the main one is, you know, I would go to my mom and, and say, you know, gosh, commission sales is so hard. You know, one month is is feast and the next month is beans and weenies. And, you know, you're always trying to refill your funnel. And, and you know, she would just look at me and she would go, you know, Stacey, if you're not happy, you are the only person that can change your life. And it is so true. I mean, no one's going to come knocking on your door with a million dollar business unless you put in the work to get there. So I think just realizing that, you know, there's there's two kind of roads you can take in this world. You can sit back and and just, um, you know, take it as it comes and, you know, work the nine to five. And if that's your if that's your thing, that's great. But if you want more, and I did, I wanted more for, for me. I wanted more for my family. I wanted more for all these officers that we we are helping, giving them the soft duty work. So, you know, you just have to make your choice. And and if you do want more, you have to be willing to take those chances and and make that leap of faith or that jump and and try to make it happen. You also have to, Alexis, really block out those dream killers. You know, there's a lot of people in this world that chime in and, you know, they don't just um, destroy your dream all at once. They, they beat it up piece by piece by piece until you start questioning yourself and you're like, wait, is this even a good idea? Like, what am I doing? And so I think you have to learn to block those people out. Doesn't mean exclude them from your life. Just maybe I don't talk to them about my business. Maybe I don't talk to them about my new idea. Um, Because, you know, if you're not failing more, then you're not trying hard enough. You know, you're not doing enough um, to get yourself to that next level if that's where you want to be. I love that. And we need to fail. And because you have failed, it does not make you a failure. Mm -hmm. This is what this was a big thing for me was I kept going, I'm failing, I'm failing, so it must mean I'm a failure. Like, hang on a second. And then I read something, I can't remember which book it was in. And I said, just because you failed doesn't make you a failure. I'm like, oh, penny drop. You've I've got right. to continue going and moving through all of the things because it's not, you're not a failure. It's just a life yeah. that we put on ourselves and it's moving through that. And you said that, correct me if I'm wrong, that you went through some depression whilst going mm-hmm. through your journey. Absolutely. How, how hard Absolutely. was it for you? Well, and every, I think everyone doubts themselves, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, tout the never give up and, you know, you can do it. But of course, I, of course, along that two year road, I was like, you know, shouldn't, I should probably be spending more time with my kids. I should probably not be doing this every extra minute of the day. I should probably have more work-life balance, you know, all these things that you think, you know, but, but I don't think there's any successful person out there that's created a really big company that hasn't been through that. And you know, the outcome is um, true freedom. You know, you know, I tell this to everyone, everyone's like, what, you know, what is, is it like when you get to that level? And, 
what it's like is when the bills don't matter, in other words, when the bills are going to be paid no matter what, and you're good, life becomes freeing. I mean, it's so much more fun when you're not stressing every single bill and where, how am I going to pay that? And, you know, do I need to have another garage sale or, you know, what am I going to do to, to, to have, you know, less month than money. And so I think um, it's really important just to, if you believe in yourself, you believe in your dream, just to keep pushing forward until you make that happen. You know, we're talking about what you were just saying is there's a quote from Thomas Edison and he says, you know, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I've figured out 10,000 ways that don't work. And so then you go find the next way that does work. And that's, um, you know, he kept going and he didn't give up and, you know, we see what happened there. So I was having this conversation the other day with somebody and we're talking about, because I work with lots of different coaches so that I'm always improving myself. So when I'm coming into my coaching business with my clients, I've got lots of different elements and, I was having a moment the other day about I need help creating a program, da 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 da. And she said, <laughs> my coach said, you don't need help creating a program. You right. already know what to do. You're hiding behind. So I'm like, ooh, ooh, yes. The thing, because what we think is the problem is never the problem. Right. I was hiding behind me not creating a program. I know how to create a program. I know how to create a client. I was having one of those moments, as we do, but there was underlying things that were going on behind it that I was masking with. I don't know how to create a program. <laughs> and I've been doing it for a very long time. And then once we uncovered what that was, everything was cleared. And I was just like, oh, now, because we do, we create these stories in our head, mm-hmm. but it's being able to continue moving forward. And right. we make excuses. Mm. A reason not to, right? Instead of a reason to do. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. And you are a best-selling book author. Tell me a little okay. bit about that. Well, I started, you know, I, I mentioned a little bit about my mom and, and her retail stores. And, you know, I, I really call her the original badass, if you will, because she uh, ran re- five retail clothing stores for 44 years. And she left every day before 7 a.m. She came home every night after 6 p.m., And I never, ever remember eating takeout, not once. Um, So I paid homage to her. My first book was a, it's a cookbook. It's called Recipes for the Busy Badass. And it's recipes that you can make with stuff that's already in your kitchen in less than 30 minutes um, and still run your business. And there's also recipes in there for success, like how to do what I did and what strategies did I use? And so you get real recipes and then you get sort of recipes for you know, how to move forward in your business life. And so that one's on Amazon. And then recently I wrote a solo book just with more information about my story and how, you know, just a little bit deeper dive into what I did and how it happened and um, a little bit longer conversation about it than what we've had here today. But it's called um, Turn Your Passion into a Million Dollar Business. I did. And that's also on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and pretty much anywhere you buy books. So good. And when you're going through, because I've written a chapter in a book and that was quite a stressful situation for myself because I'm not a writer. I know me either. (laughs) (laughs) So what were the the things that you went through as you were writing your books? I find this so fascinating. Well, I mean, I've 
been on a lot of podcasts. I've probably been on over 60 podcasts, just telling the same story. And, um, you know, I speak at a lot of universities and, and some business summits and different things. Cause people just, they want to be inspired. They want to hear the nitty gritty from someone that's done it. Right. So, um, after I would finish speaking, you know, so many people would just say, where's your book? How can I get your book? I want to hear more. I want to hear, I want to get, you know, down in the dirt and figure out what you did to make this happen. And so I just said, I got to put something on paper. And so it's just, it's a real easy read. It's only about 95 pages, but it really dives deep into what inspires me, what motivates me, you know, the kind of the never give up mentality, you know, um, you know, I start the day every, every day with a, a list of what needs to be accomplished that day. And I don't stop until it's done. And, you know, so I think it's really just a commitment to um, the end goal and, you know, putting that all on paper, it, it seemed really difficult at first, but then once I got going, I was like, no, I feel like I'm really helping others maybe get, you know, maybe have their idea come to fruition or maybe learn the steps to, to put it out there and, and make it happen. I love that. And throughout this whole conversation, everything you talk about is service, serving mm-hmm. others. How can I help somebody else? How can I share what I've gone through to help better somebody else's life? And you've just kept going and I love that it. you've moved through the service side of things and the mindset and I know that your book's talking about creating your passion into a million-dollar business and this is one thing that I talk about a lot is getting paid to be you doing the things that you love to do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, and I haven't even told you the the um, best part probably is that in 2017, my husband and I looked at each other and we said, you know, this business has surpassed any expectation we could ever have. You know, how can we pay this forward? I mean, yeah, we can go out and buy a bigger house, a bigger car. You know, we can do all those things, but why not pay it forward? Why not help others with, with the success? And, you know, my granddad would always say to me, you know, Stacey, you get what you give in life. And it's, it's really true. Um, so we, you know, we looked at a bunch of charities and different things and, we just couldn't find one that really aligned with, with our, our hearts, I guess. Um, and so we said, you know what, we started a company, let's start a nonprofit. And so um, in 2017, we got our 501c3 from the state of Texas and we started Blue Family Fund, but we do it a little different. Um, my husband and I personally pay all the expenses for the nonprofit. So literally every single dollar you donate goes to either a scholarship of a dependent of a first responder or a financial aid package to the family of a fallen or injured first responder. So we don't take any salaries out of it. We don't take any, you know, we just pay all the expenses ourselves. And, and um, you know, since 2017, we've been able to help. Uh, we've given out five scholarships and we've been able to help 11 families of fallen or injured first responders. It's so amazing. Oh, thank you. And this is why I love business so much because it's you're able to have the freedom to be able to give back. You're right. able to be able to do more things because of what you've created and you get to create jobs by creating a business and helping so many other people. It's that ripple effect. Right. And the ripple effect that you're having in your charity, you don't even really know the extent of how that's helping 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It feels, it feels pretty great. It really does. And I think, you know, I think it's our duty. I mean, when, when you have success, I think you should always, you know, pay it forward or pay it back or however you want to say it. I just think, I think it's our responsibility, um, you know, while we're here to do as much as we can for others. I mean, we're all, we're all in the same fight together. So, you know, why not help each other when you can? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So where do you hang out? How do people get in contact with you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm all over social media. Um, Stacy McGovern. Um, of course, you can go to all our websites, pointblanksafety.com, bluefamilyfund.org. And then there's just stacymcgovern.com if you want to book me to speak or be on your podcast. I love it. And where do you hang out the most? Are you kind of just everywhere all the time doing all the things? Well, I hang out the most in my pool <laughs> or, at my, or at my lake house on the lake. I'm a water girl. I love, I love being on a boat or being in the water. So that's really, if I have any free time, that's really where I'm at. But um, I do a lot of events. We do two events a year for Blue Family Fund. We have a, a golf tournament coming up in September, September 16th. We're looking for sponsors and players for that, that golf tournament. And like I said, every single dollar will go to help a family. Um, of course, we're in Texas, so if you have any listeners in Texas, they should they should reach out to me. Oh my goodness, I love it! I love it! I love it! You are so beautiful and amazing, and I am so grateful that I've been able to have this conversation with you. Oh, thank you. That's sweet. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Is there anything else that we may have missed that you want to say before we before we jump off? Uh, I mean, just never, just never give up. You know, if you want, if you want something different with your life, just go for it. You know, you just got to take that leap of faith and just, just jump. And, and, um, you know, if you fail, you get back up and you, and you try something else or you try it a different way. But, um, you know, we only get this one life, so we gotta, we gotta make it, you know, where we love it. And I get up every day, honestly, in a brand new world, so excited to conquer or do whatever. So, you know, I think that's the best, that's the best life when you can, you know, wake up excited, excited to be alive. I love that. I don't know that I've heard someone say that in a long time because I wake up super excited at 20 past four every day, ready to go to the gym. And you go, what? Why do you go so early? Like, because if I don't get it done, it doesn't get done. And right. I've just got so many other things that need to get done during the day and it's creating that. And I love that you said that you've got a list and creating that list of what needs to get accomplished for the day and moving through that. And just, well, I mean, so many people shy away from the things they don't want, they don't want to do. Right. I mean, we all go straight to the part that we love, you know, like for me, which is the sales part, but there's still all that other back end stuff that has to happen. So for me, if I make a list um, and I don't let myself stop until it's done, then I know it's actually going to get done and um, I'm not going to keep putting it off or, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of different strategies. It's just that one seems to work for me. Love that. Love that. Thank you so much for spending the time with me today. And it's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. Go and find Stacey on all of the places. All the information will be down at the bottom as well. So thank you again. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. 
because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation. When you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic. <laughs>